What's going on, everyone? I'm Dane. And I'm Meg. And this is DM Us, the podcast, episode five, about the unsolved murder of Terry Beavers. Uh, but most people just called her Missy, and that's how we'll be referring to her in this uh, video and podcast. Now, at first, this case appeared to many people as open and shut. Unfortunately, though, it's been four years and the killer is still out there. This case begins in the early hours of April 18th, 2016, when fitness trainer Missy Beavers was found dead inside the Creekside Church of Christ in Midlothian, Texas. She had been setting up for her Camp Gladiator boot camp class before her students arrived. Alright, full on. Mm. Missy Beavers was 45 years old when she was killed. She was married to Brandon Beavers and they had three daughters together. They lived in Red Oak, Texas, a more suburban town which was around 20 minutes from Midlothian, a, quiet, a more quiet rural town, where there hadn't been a homicide for seven years. At first the police thought it might have been a robbery gone wrong, because there was a trail of broken glass and forced entry marks on the back door. There are also reports of glass around Missy's body, but these reports weren't confirmed. But nothing was missing from the church, and Missy still had all of her jewellery and belongings with her, including her gun, that she had left in her car which tells me that she didn't feel in any immediate danger. Yeah, I think if you had a gun and you decided to leave it in the car, you, yeah, you, you didn't think feel like you were going to be... going to be pretty safe for a while. Yeah. Those Texans always got their guns. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so we're going to go through this case in a bit of like a timeline format. Let's start... The night before, on April 17th, so it was raining and she posted online to her class, if it's raining, we're still training. So Missy moved the workout inside the church. And just a side note, because she was an instructor and she was trying to make money with her own business, she was regularly posting on social media about herself and where she and her training sessions would be. So it would, yeah. it's easy to keep track of where she was going to be. Yeah, for sure. And like you can't blame her because it's one of the easiest ways to communicate with everybody mm. and yeah. it's free. Yep. So at 1.58am, a silver 2010 to 2012 Nissan Altima with an oval-shaped bumper sticker was captured on outdoor cameras at a sporting goods store down the street from the church. Hmm. I wonder so, what they're doing there at 2am. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and watch the footage of this car. And also, I don't think the police actually think this person's a like a suspect in particular, but they're thinking, oh, they're there around the time of the murder. So did they see anything weird? Uh, yeah, Even they though they are acting witness. weird. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go ahead and take a look at that. And for those that are listening, we'll just have all the links to the videos in the show notes. The car is driving in like a really strange way, as you'll see. So they come in at 1.58am and then they exit around 2.04am. And they're kind of just... Yeah, so it's just like six minutes and it was like erratic driving, just flicking on lights, and stopping, yeah. stopping for a little bit and then just and driving going, around again. Turning your lights off, turning lights on. Maybe there was something wrong with their car. Yeah, we're not sure. It just looked really kind of random and erratic. We didn't, I don't know what they were going on. About. No. no one got out of the car. They just drove around. Maybe they were 
you said maybe they stole the car, maybe they were under the influence of something. Yeah, who knows what's going on. But yeah, no one came forward about it, so no. that's really all the info we can go on is that video. Yeah. So at an unknown time that morning, the suspect arrives at the church and forces their way inside. And there is some footage which we'll show in a minute. So around 3.30, 3.45am, Missy leaves her house to go and set up for her class. And then 3.50am, the suspect is first seen on surveillance camera, on a surveillance camera inside the church. This oh, footage wow. is what has really made this an infamous case, and it's really, like, creepy to watch. And we're going to watch that. Ooh, well, this is going to be interesting then. Man, that's, yeah, like you said, pretty creepy. Um, yeah, it's so creepy to think that they were just, they were there and they were waiting. They were already waiting. there waiting, and they were dressed in a full police outfit. Yeah, so it's described as, like, a SWAT or a riot yeah, uniform. Yeah, looks like, because they had, like, a face mask kind of thing on. Yeah. Or a face guard. And they're kind of just walking around, yeah. opening all the doors. Checking, looked like he was carrying kind of like a hammer kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of people say. Oh, they were, because we don't, we don't know the gender. You couldn't tell from the video what gender they are. I think it could be... I don't know when I first see it, I think man, but then... Yeah. It could be. It could be bulky man. clothing, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's really creepy. But, yeah, they, another reason for dressing the police is maybe, like, if someone did walk in, like, at least mm. they could kind of pose that they were meant to be there. Yeah. And like, I, if, like, I guess if you see a police uniform, you're a little bit more welcoming or friendly to it. That's true, yep. Although, not right now with everything going on. No, but back then, I think, yeah, if someone yeah. walked in, they could have just thought, meant oh, there's to be a able police able officer to, here. Yeah, see the police and trust them. And, yeah, not think anything's going on. That's right. So, around... But what it does do is create the perfect kind of disguise. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. So around 4.16am, so about half an hour later, Missy arrives and enters the church. So there's a bit of confusion on whether Missy was seen on camera at all. Although I've seen most reports saying that the cameras were not working on the outside of the church and the church didn't have an alarm alarm system. Oh, uh, okay. And then yeah. we obviously know that the cameras inside were working. Yeah, we so, only saw footage from inside the church, nothing outside. Yeah, so I'm thinking that she was captured by the cameras inside and that's how they know what time exactly that yeah. she arrived or i mean they know how long it takes to get to the location as well but um but obvious like she was found in the room she was found in the where church. she was going to be exercising so i'm right. thinking maybe there's a different entrance into that particular room yeah i guess because it looks like they're roaming the hallway the, yeah the suspect was just checking everything unless they were hiding when she came down. in but yeah, Do you know what sure. I mean? Like, so she was found in the room and like had started setting up. I think so. She obviously didn't run into him until until she'd already been she'd already up. been in there. Yeah. So she made it into the room where she was going. Yeah. So that's interesting. And then around four thirty a.m., a witness sees a dark SUV leaving the church parking lot. And this information came out much later and ties a particular person to the case that we'll also discuss a bit later on. Yeah, so was that witness one of the um, people going to her class? Her no. Camp? No. It, didn't, it doesn't actually say, but I don't believe it is. Right. 
because around 4.35 a.m., people from the fitness class begin to arrive. Yeah. So the students arrive around 4.35 and just note that it's not exactly known when they enter the church. So that's pretty interesting that they know when Missy entered but not the students. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Although they have cameras in the church. Maybe they just haven't released them. I, I yeah, and then maybe they're st- because it's still an open case, there's some information they can't give out. Yeah, quite possibly. That's that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, the students enter thinking they'll find Missy as usual, finishing, yeah. finishing setting up start your class. and ready to start the class, but instead they find Missy's body lying on the floor with blood and possible glass surrounding her. And then at 5 a.m., the first 911 calls are made from Missy's students and the police and fire department arrive within 10 minutes, which is good. Yeah, that's pretty quick. And paramedics confirm that she has died and police can tell pretty much straight away that she was murdered and later it's confirmed that she died from puncture wounds to her head and her chest. Yeah, I wonder what time they found her if uh, it wasn't until 5 a.m a.m that they made the call i'm thinking that they were just waiting you know when you get somewhere early i think it starts at at five five, yeah so then yeah it makes sense if they didn't they're just waiting outside they didn't want to go straight in if she was still setting up maybe that's what they're normally used to if i'm early for an appointment i'll just wait in the car yeah until it gets closer so yeah that's fair Midlothian police searched the building and found the broken glass and forced entry marks on the back door like we mentioned earlier. And pretty quickly the police then check the surveillance tapes that we just showed you and find their main suspect. Yeah, like as soon if you saw that right after you just discovered a murder, you'd definitely be suspicious and be like... That has to be the person. Yeah. So now we're on to the suspects, and obviously the main suspect is the infamous stranger dressed in what looks like a police SWAT or riot uniform, uh, just meandering around the church hallway before Missy is set to arrive. So the police have released the footage to the press and posted on YouTube for people to watch, and uh, they released some key details to try and get some information out there so they can get some more information back, in case people knew anything. So the height of the suspect is around 5 foot 8, give or take about an inch, uh, because of the helmet. Mm -hmm. Um, They're wearing pretty bulky clothing, so obviously they can just go off what it looks like. The authenticity of the uniform is not known, and I've read somewhere that these uniforms aren't easy to get, so obviously if it is an authentic police uniform, then that's that's really shady, and they obviously will have to have an even bigger investigation into just the surrounding um police stations mm. in that town and surrounding towns even because you don't know where the, if they've traveled from anywhere that's true yeah uh, but they're also walking with kind of like a limp on the right foot with their feet facing out because of a, a possible injury or a temporary injury at the time although some people make a good point that maybe the heavy or bulky uniform is making them walk differently because uh it can be a little bit harder to walk with such a weight that you're carrying mm. And or maybe they're doing it on purpose because they know that there's cameras inside of the church and, you know, they're trying to not give away their usual behaviour. Yeah, I think that's... I think both are definitely Yeah, because um, obviously they're likely. wearing, like, a face guard to cover their face so they know that yeah. they might be spotted by someone or something. So why not put on, you know... Yeah, they a, could definitely put on a bit of an act. Yeah, it's described as, like, a distinct gait and yeah. it's mainly their right foot that they're kind of limping on. And yeah, their face, their feet are facing 
outwards. It's a pretty unusual way to walk. You probably, you could fake the limp, but you probably wouldn't fake your feet facing out. I think you you either have that or you Especially, like, if you've already thinking that you're, like, going to be murdering someone. I think your mind would be on different things. (laughs) That's true, yes. Of course, that's how I think so. It could definitely be completely different. I think that's a good clue, the feet feet facing outwards. Yeah. Uh, But they also released the official cause of her death, which we mentioned earlier, a head wound and multiple punctures to her chest, uh, consistent with the tools that the person in the video is seen carrying. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't know exactly what it is, but as we said, most people think it's a hammer. Yeah. And even with this footage and help from hundreds of tips that came in, the FBI and police still don't have a motive as to why someone wanted to kill Missy. No. Uh, but the police turn to her personal life anyway and interview friends and family as they do. One of Missy's regular workout buddies said Missy had seemed off and actually a bit distracted. Um, so we were wondering maybe she'd caught on that someone might have been after her. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But uh, it could have just been usual life stresses because yeah, obviously you anything. always have stuff that can um, kind of take your mind off things, yeah, totally. get you worried about something. Yeah, so police make the smart move and get her phone records and take her electronics into evidence, which just a side note, these police seem like they, they did a pretty good job yeah, in this case. Yeah, they're just trying to follow, do everything the right way. That's and, a smart thing to do, yeah, yeah take her electronics. Stuff. So they find out Missy had used LinkedIn for not only her camp gladiator work, but also to chat with people. Okay, well, yeah, I've, I know LinkedIn is meant to be kind of like the businessy social networking, yeah. social media platform. I've never used it, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. What it so I like. guess if she was trying to promote her camp, that's why she'd be using that. But um, yeah. um, wasn't do they know if she was chatting just to chat with people, or was it to like to? chatting people about growing her camp or so it was actually both so police actually end up sending linkedin a search warrant to get into her account and they although they don't release any names or details of the messages they do reveal that she was having multiple chats one chat she was having was friendly and a bit flirty and as far as intimate oh okay and hopefully that wouldn't want you to murder her but no. I guess you never know. Well, there's... So she's got another chat going on, which was strange and a bit creepy, and right. came from a male who Missy allegedly didn't know. So Missy then showed the creepy messages to one of her friends, who agreed that the messages were creepy and they're, like, not, not appropriate, not okay. So that's, I think, interesting. Yeah. Somebody... I think... I wonder if she ended up blocking him, but even though knowing Missy had a husband, like, that makes it pretty interesting about the first chat, how it was meant to be, as you said, intimate. That could be, yeah, that could be a possible motive, but, and then you've got someone who maybe has seen her around, or, like, I've had creepy messages before, and I've shown you, and other people, and they're like, well, like, that is Yeah, it's just, like, not normal. And it does, like, mess with you a bit and it is scary because you're like yeah, who is this person and, and then they you watch know. all these like crime shows and stuff where you get, they show the people that seem like fixated on just that one person and start yeah. to obsess about them and i think it's like this person could have been in her exercise classes like it could be yeah you just wouldn't know anyone um so 
naturally, police then turn to Brandon, Missy's husband. So when they first interview him, he states that he can't think of anyone who would hurt Missy, but he was worried about her being out so early in the morning, which I totally understand. Like, Yeah, like you wouldn't want anyone by to be out in the dark 4.30 if she has to go to a public yeah. place like a church and open it up herself. Oh my gosh, yeah, like that's so scary. I wonder if Brandon normally went to her classes. Um, I haven't read anything that he did, but he didn't stop her yeah. from setting them up because he knew how much she loved her work. So he was worried, which I think is normal, but yeah. he didn't try and stop her from doing it, no. um, which I think is fair enough. Um, yeah. He says their marriage is solid and they've been married for 20 years. Oh, okay. Although police find out through Missy's devices that they were having financial and marital problems and they were cheating on each other. Oh, okay. But this is probably going to sound weird, but, like, if you're cheating on each other, is that really motive? Like, I guess he could have still been jealous. Yeah, some some people, I guess, like, they might have been cheating on each other, but not known the other person was cheating. Yeah, that's true. And they found out and get jealous. I'm not sure if they both... If they both knew. But, yeah, I mean... But I assume that they did. I don't know enough about their relationship to even guess. That just makes me think... That it's less likely if they were both cheating Brandon, on each yeah. other. But if if she was just cheating on him, then that's definitely motive. Yeah, for sure. But um, Brandon Brandon ended up being ruled out as he was over 900 kilometers away on a fishing trip. Right. But, What's that trip for fishing? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a good question. But um, yeah, it's a bit strange. Why did why did he come? across to the police at first as like we're all sweet there's nothing wrong and then they uh, find then out says, later on like you're lying you've yeah. been having problems but well, maybe he didn't want like the information to, to get out and like because yeah. they that's could have put on yeah a facade to maybe even just the parents and, and they stuff. have kids and yeah kids yeah that's true a lot of people always hide that kind of stuff because they you know stay together for the kids yeah that that's fair enough so, four days after, on April 22nd, her father-in-law, Randy, shows up at a dry cleaner's in town with a woman's white long sleeve shirt that is covered in blood. He says it's animal blood from breaking up a dog fight. Oh, the wow. dry cleaner calls the police and something to note about Randy that he is of similar height and weight as the suspect and another suspicious thing that police and just everybody has noticed is that he walks with a similar gait oh, as the right. person on the surveillance. So there's a video of this as well. Yeah. I don't, I'm not totally convinced, but we'll have a look. Do we know, I can't remember, was Missy wearing a white long sleeve shirt? I don't know. I've not seen what she was Anything wearing that it. day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so watching the video, he's definitely got a limp. Yeah, he's got a limp and a and looks a, a little bit similar, but... He's a you, similar size. Like, the footage you get from that video, it's really short, so it's yeah. hard to tell. Yeah. And it's just put on a loop. Um, Definitely. But there's a couple similarities similar. between it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I can see why people picked that up. Yeah, for sure. So, even though Randy's a suspect, he actually was in California at the time. Yeah. Plus, his daughter backed his story up and said that she was actually there while he was trying to break up the dog fight. So she saw it happening and he also took his dog to the vet 
Um, so the vet, the vet kind of corroborated that he was there. Yeah. And the forensics confirmed that it was canine blood, not human blood, um, on the shirt. On the shirts, yeah. Well, I guess that kind of rules out. Mm. Rules him out, I guess. Like, In unless a way, he's planned yeah. to get canine blood and stuff, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, do you think it's sus that they? They were both out of town at the time of the murder. Maybe it's just a coincidence. It could be a coincidence. Like at certain points, you know, your family goes to different, like different parts yeah. of your family leave for different reasons. And if something happens during that time, you know, everyone just starts pointing fingers and saying, why were you out of the town? Yeah, that's true. It's probably just a coincidence. Or maybe Randy and Brandon um, conspired together or hired somebody, yeah. and then they went out of town. Maybe they wanted to to try and so they had an alibi and everything. Yeah, yeah. but I think it definitely could be a coincidence. It could have happened, I guess, at any time. Yeah, you and, just, well, that's the thing. You just and they were know. having relationship problems, so he might not have even been around that much. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't sound like she has like a lot of money or anything. I don't know why you'd want to murder instead of just ending the relationship. Yeah, I know. So. In the end, police ruled Brandon and Randy out anyways. Yeah, it just seemed like the alibi was pretty solid, especially with, like, an outside source, like a third party, like the vet confirming. Yeah, 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 exactly. So a few months later, a new lead comes to light. Some tips that had come in pointed to a man named Bobby, who was a former police officer. Well, that would make sense with the gear. Yep. Police searched his house and found out he still owned some old gear, similar to what the suspect was wearing, but he claimed that the gear didn't fit him anymore. Did they make him try it on? (laughs) I don't know. Did he just claim and say, oh, I don't fit that? That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. that doesn't fit me anymore. Um, That's a good point. So it turned out Bobby had already been on the police's radar. He attended the church just like Missy and her family. So he'd know it pretty well. So, yeah, I guess he knew of her. Um, He also worked as a security guard, and he actually worked at her funeral, which Ah. is... Some people find that weird. I mean... If it's a small town, maybe he's, you know, there's not much security guards going around. The difference with this funeral is that Missy was murdered. So maybe, like, the murderer might have come to attack more of the family. That's why they wanted security there. Because normally you don't have security at a funeral. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, So Bobby walks with a similar gait to the suspect on camera. And if you remember that dark SUV we mentioned earlier... At the time, Bobby drove a dark brown 2004 Honda CRV that 2014. Matched, oh, sorry, 2014 yeah, Honda that CR-V. matched the vehicle's description. Mm. That's interesting. So yeah. he was suspended from his job, charged with aggravated sexual assault, and it's actually unknown if Missy was sexually assaulted. Well, I guess if it's unknown, so it didn't seem like there were signs that she was. Yeah, then. or maybe they haven't um, released that information. It, yeah. So in 2017, they searched his house again with a warrant out for his arrest. He had devices containing child pornography. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, he's interviewed in jail, and he denies knowing who Missy is, which is weird. I guess if you go to the same church, you would kind of know who they are. He worked her funeral. Yeah. And it would have been like That's news around weird. town that who she was. But yeah, because yeah, she know. got murdered and there would have been a big investigation. Yeah. And he's an ex-police officer. I'm assuming he'd yeah. still have some links and he'd be able to hear these things going on. I find that a bit weird. Yeah. And, um, so actually Bobby has an alibi for that night. 
Uh, um, in the end, but I don't know what it was. So he actually stands over six feet tall, and that's actually out of the suspect's height range. Uh, yeah, too tall. Yeah, the uh, suspect didn't look overly tall, kind of no. like short and stocky. Yeah, and it's... Hard to tell with the gear it on, would, but it, But, like, for police, it would be easy to tell how tall someone is in a video. Yeah. Like, it's easy to figure that out. Yeah, I guess they're used to using all they that. They should be able to do that, but... um. Yeah, they actually hired a forensic podiatrist and um, they couldn't 100% match his walk to the person on camera and he's uh, eventually okay. ruled out. Well, that rules him out. Yeah, but it looks but like he I got caught out on a lot of other stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, so a lot of online sleuths actually got involved in this case. And they like they have good intentions, I'm sure, but yeah, um, they had their sights set on one particular person. Her name's... April Sandoval, Sandoval. Sandoval, yeah. Um, she was a similar weight and height to the suspect, and she'd actually won some free camp gladiator workout classes with Missy. She uh, attended about four classes and posed for a photo with Missy, which is how the online sleuths found her. She had a left foot injury from a few months earlier. She'd been in jail briefly. So that could explain the gait. Yeah. Like yeah. So she had a stint in jail for a bad check, which that's not really anything right. compared to yeah. murder. No. She tried out being in the military once, and her mother owned a 2013 Nissan Altima, which was the one in the video. So that could match it. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know. That's a big coincidence, but um, police did end up interviewing her, and in the end, they did clear her. Um, uh, okay. But. Seems I like all the could... suspects are just getting cleared. Yeah. I wonder if they've got someone else that they can have now to, uh, like, interview. Well, unfortunately not. So so the online sleuths not only targeted other people like April, but they actually started messaging one of Missy's daughters, oh. um, saying things like her dad killed her mom, and the police had to make an announcement saying, you know, you can't go and do things like that. Without having any proof. Yeah, that's harassment. Yeah, you can't just... Because that's where the videos, I think, of Randy and all that have come uh, from as well. Okay. People online People saying, are just saying... He walks yeah. similar. He looks similar. Check this out. I think it was them. I Which is fine, them. but um, you can't get so don't, involved. Yeah, don't get personal where you're messaging the actual people. Yeah. And, like... and the police do a good job in this case as well. So. Yeah. so two years after Missy's murder in 2018, the case gets a new detective... And police wanted to correct the fact that everyone had been calling the suspect a he. But they they didn't know what gender. Yeah, they actually, um, in 2018, they decided to clarify that they couldn't actually tell the gender. And Brandon actually supports this. And from the start, he thinks that she was killed by a woman. Oh, okay. Possibly, maybe someone from her classes or that knew her from there and maybe were jealous of her. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what makes you want to kill your but class gosh, instructor. it's weird. I, I don't know. But, yeah, you just don't know what they're thinking at the time. And, I don't know, maybe because she was talking to other guys online, maybe it was someone's wife. Like, that's happened oh, before. Oh, yeah, true. They get angry of the other woman. Yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely happened before. But, um, so there's, there have been over 2,000 tips over the years, but no one has been arrested and they have kept the case open, and they do continue to keep it open, and they're still actively looking. But unfortunately, they never 
yeah, found they, anyone. They found anyone still an open case. Still to this day. So if you have any information, be sure to yeah, let them know. Absolutely. But it's an interesting case and that footage is super yeah, creepy. definitely and creepy and like... It's a unique case, I think. It, yeah, it definitely adds a little bit more to it than you like. You hear a lot with these different cases, but it's rare that you actually get to see footage from them. For yeah, them. it's... I hope they can figure it out and I hope someone comes forward. Maybe, yeah, if it rings a bell the way that they walk or yeah, maybe sure. they were acting strange around that around the time that she was killed or... Yeah, hopefully something some like new that. evidence pops up that can help them. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed episode five of the podcast uh, with the unsolved case of uh, Missy Beavers. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed listening. If you did, please share it. It helps us a lot. Or even just give us a rating, um, some feedback on our podcast so we can get a little bit better. Or if you're listening to it on YouTube, just like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. Everything helps out a lot. We're only small and we're just starting to grow. Um, but we, we did hope you enjoyed it. And that's mm-hmm. going to be all from us. So I'll say see you later. Bye.